I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. We're going to spend the day in Blackpool. Mm. So we're not in our normal studio. So um, there's a slight sense of I don't know which button to press. And we're all <laughs> looking a bit panicky at each other and can't hear each other. But I think the audience like that. Yeah. Well, exactly. Well, I like do that. like to be beside the seaside. Do you? We so love good. Blackpool. Yes, it's it's different. We've already it? been out investigating. I'm enjoying because it, it's. I'm in a hotel which is very much an Eastern Block hotel, but obviously you can get there just on the train. <laughs> Which is, is better. Yours is a very posh hotel, actually. I came to look around last night. There were other people with me, I should add. Yes, it wasn't one of those. Well, why don't you come and look at my room? <laughs> which happened to me. I was in Ireland, and I was being uh, driven by this uh, woman taxi driver. She would be about 50-odd, and mm. she looked like... Um, how can I put this in a nice way? Someone had hit her in the face lots of times. Not with a baseball bat, because right. that would have been a terrible caved-in <laughs> red gelatine thing. It, let, same with the table tennis bat. Okay. Lots and lots of times. Mm. So there was some pimpling, and um, but but she was like bashed up, mm. and she was quite a rough looking person. But you know, perfectly nice. I'm not condemning her uh, essential human thinginess. And um, she was said, "Oh, they've, they've spent a lot of money." I won't do the accent. She said, "They've spent a lot of money on this hotel, haven't they?" When she dropped me outside, yeah. I said, "The rooms are lovely. You should come in and have a look." And she went, "Oh, well, I don't know about that." <laughs> it was very like I was trying to get her in for sauciness. God, that was a close one. <laughs> She's the sort of woman that could have just pulled your arms off. <laughs> not that, that makes her bad. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm all for strong women. We should explain why we're actually here, Frank. Shouldn't oh we? no, I can't be bothered with that. So, um, <laughs> yes. Yes, we're here because um, I'm doing a documentary about George Formby, and uh, yeah. the George Formby Convention is in uh, Blackpool yeah. this week. I, 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 I actually... thought it was George Foreman, so I was looking forward to getting a free grill, but there you go. No, I'm sorry. Uh, but uh, I've got this with me. This is my ukulele, and I've got to play this in front of the convention, and they are, I mean, they are aficionados, right? Mm. They, really, they know every note that George yeah. plays, so I'm, I am quite nervous about it. Oh, you'll be fine. No, really, though. With me little stick of black coal rock Down the promenade I stroll It might get sticky, but I never complain It's nice to have a nibble at it now and again You see where he's coming from, George? Yeah. Rage Against the Machine have covered that. Have they? Well, yeah. I won't be downloading that this Christmas, <laughs> I don't think. Um, we've got Chris Ramsey on the show today. It was, uh, he's one of these up-and-coming young comics, mm. you know. Who some comedians of my generation see as a threat. Not me. Not you. Let them all come. <laughs> yeah, so I've been... Uh, I met the mayor of Blackpool. Yesterday. Did you? You're always hanging out with a mayor somewhere or other. Yeah, I've met a few mayors. It's a bit like, like being a goat. It's <laughs> meh, this and... So what happened with the mayor? Well, he turned up... Um, it was interesting because he is in a wheelchair, God bless him. But mm -hmm. the chauffeur, who normally drives his official car, mm. when he gets out and puts him in the wheelchair, the chauffeur um, pushes him. Oh. Obviously, because he's in the wheelchair. So he still chauffeurs him. Mm. Okay. But the chauffeur said it's, it's quite, he said it's quite nice to be behind him for a change. Mm. <laughs> Don't you dare say mm. a word. <laughs> so we spoke to the mayor, and he told me about this thing that they're building in Blackpool, which oh, is, yeah. uh, this was a... 
It was an interesting conversation, but in, in some ways traumatic. They're mm. building a thing, uh, and it's really expensive. It's called the Comedy Carpet. Oh, right? I like the wow. sound of that. And the Comedy Carpet is... Uh, it's this enormous thing on the headland. He kept saying it's up on the headland. I don't know what that means. <laughs> but anyway, I kept saying, yes, yes, Mr. Mayor. I called him Mr. Mayor, which was brilliant. Uh, and apparently what it is, it's a tribute to, to British comedy. So it's loads of um, jokes done by various uh, comedians. And then you, you just wander around this enormous... It's granite slabs, so it's not really Oh, carpet. it's not actual carpet okay. outside. No, no. no. No, I don't think I'd have. I, I thought I, I said I'd be happy to qualify for the uh, comedy underfelt, but no, I'm on it. So <laughs> Are I, you? we were talking about it because George Formby is on it, but um, it turns out that I'm on it as well. And they've selected a, a joke to represent my entire career, so that you just get one joke on there, and and that tells you, tells people everything about you and who you are. Hmm. What is the joke? I'll tell you after this. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. As we were saying, we're uh, we're kind of we're in Preston at the moment. Let's not lie to the listeners. Yeah, but um, we will be in Blackpool at the. Uh, it's in a place called Lancashire. <laughs> it is. Yes, you've looked it up, haven't yeah. you? Yeah. <laughs> they gave me a map at my hotel. Actually, speaking of geography, I said, oh, "Can have you got a map of Blackpool?" And they said, "Yes, certainly, sir." So they gave it me, and I said, where's the hotel? They said, oh, the hotel's not on it. It's <laughs> not that helpful. So, anyway. I call it Preston. I just prefer the sound of that. Anyway, so, um, yeah, so my joke on the comedy carpet. Oh, yeah, go now on. I've, you know, I've spent many years working and grinding at writing comedy and trying to, trying to develop and evolve, mm. you know? Thinking that one day it might be immortalised in marble. Exactly. Uh, so the joke they've chosen is... People say dogs are intelligent, but I never trust an animal that is surprised by its own farts. Mm. That <laughs> will represent my career for generations to come. I, w- I would have said you've got stronger bits. Well, yeah, I'd have thought so. <laughs> well, I'd have said so, definitely. But that's it, that's what... I don't know, and I said to the mayor, who chose this, Mr Mayor? And he said, well, well, I couldn't tell you that. Oh, you didn't have a row with the mayor. That's no, embarrassing, No, well, I wrestled Frank. him. I got him out of his chair by, by the chain. <laughs> sw- I dangled him over the edge of the pier and says, look. No, so um, that's it. So when you go up there, don't be too shocked that, that is my, that's on the comedy carpet. Oh, is it there now? Well, it will, it will be there. One day. That's why I said when you go up there. Yes, so there was okay. a sense of future tense about the whole thing. <laughs> if you choose to ignore that, then that's how you get that confusion. <laughs> that peaches geld off, you see. Who's mm. been in the paper this week with no clothes on? Oh, I tell you what's interesting about her creature. is that you can tell she's a posh bird mm. even when she's naked. How? It's it's very hard to explain. <laughs> it's something to do with the way the mouth hangs. Really? The, the Habsburg oh. chin. <laughs> yeah, and so you can just know if you saw her naked, you'd think uh, as soon as she speaks, she's going to be. Oh, well, I, you know, I really, really good to her. And then I was like, and I was like, you just know. <laughs> Is it because she looks a bit like an oil painting? Because you see posh people naked in oil paintings. Yeah, you do. You do in the see olden that. Days. Yeah. Oh, well, I know what you mean in the olden days. Yeah. I can show you what that looks like very easily, but I'm not prepared to. Well, you're oh. not. You're, see, it shows you're not posh because I reckon if you were naked, we wouldn't be certain that you were posh. Can, can we please not talk about this? <laughs> you think Emma would look a bit rough naked? Like <gasps> she could be. No, I'm definitely not. I can't believe no, you said that. I'm, I'm on either. I'm, I'm, I'm going to. <laughs> Is that dock. okay? Oh dear. 
Also at my hotel, the toilet seat, I've noticed. This isn't the toilet joke, although it is set yeah. in the toilet. Mm. I mean, as you will have known last night when I gave you the grand tour of my suite. Mm. Well, you did, yeah. Yes. Eyebrows suite. are raised. Don't say what suite oh, it is, sorry. for God's sake. I don't <laughs> want people knocking on my... Oh, I can't believe it. <laughs> so, oh, um, if we can rechange Frank's room. Yeah, I don't want uh, Bob Geldof turn up and saying, what have you been seeing her here, mate? <laughs> oh, no, he's not Scottish. Um... Yes, or her turning up and saying, oh, I was, like, insulted, and you kind of suggested that I was, like, got an absolute chin, and you kind of, like, I was, I was like, tattooed. Tattooed. <laughs> I don't want that happening. You the, can tell uh, she's peaches naked, because she's furry all over. Yes. <laughs> and I think I spot... No. So, um, I forgot what I was talking we about. Were oh, yeah, in, the, we were in your hotel suite. Well, the fabulous thing about my toilet, my sitting-down toilet... Is, um, I love anecdotes that begin with a sentence like that. Yeah, it's that for some strange reason, there's um, there's a wicker chair right next to the toilet, right opposite. <laughs> so you could be on the toilet, I mean, doing the, the proper toilet doing thing. Doing the do. And you could be having maybe a game of chess. Yeah. Mm. Or oh, a, not nice to have some company while you're yeah, in there. Yeah, I think that because I get quite lonely on the toilet sometimes. And, you, know, so you can take a newspaper, but it's not like a bit of human contact. <laughs> Is it? So people can come and sit in your in your, in the wicker chair and, and have a chat while you uh, while you do all that. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. I was on about my toilet seat in oh, yeah. my uh, Blackpool hotel. Oh yeah, and it's the wicker got, chair. It's got the yeah. We'll, we'll we'll forget the wicker chair. Can I say it's remained empty for my trip? Oh, I should hope so. Uh, that when you when I you know a man has to sometimes lift the seat and sometimes raise it and it, it just needs it needs a little bit of oil and it just it it sort of it squeaks and it sounds exactly like sweep from the sort of <laughs> I mean exact you could you could tape it and put it on as no one would even notice a thing <laughs> and there's something very uplifting really when you or, or downlifting obviously depending yeah. on what you're about to do is that. Uh, it, it sort of makes me smile every time I move that toilet seat. And then, coincidence of coincidences, yes, I was on the pier, on the North Pier at Blackpool, and there's a plaque that says, very near this spot, they don't want to be too precise. No. Harry H. Corbett discovered sooty. Wow. Wow. Now, Harry H. What, Cor- was it lying on the floor or something? I, I think it was, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think it was begging. A child's discarded toy. <laughs> it's holding up, a, that's, you know, it's mute. Sort of. It's old in a card, you know, hungry, homeless, and acrylic. <laughs> yeah, so that was very. It must have been in, wow. a, in a shop or something, I suppose. Oh. I imagine there was a glove and then the head from a teddy bear <laughs> that had sort of blown along and blew into a formation. Oh, like a fabulous twist of fate. Mm. Well, I'm going to the pier later. I'm going to go to the fortune teller there. Oh, Madam uh, Petra Lengo, whatever she's called. Oh, you're on first name terms all of a <laughs> no, sudden. No, well, I, I, I <laughs> noticed her shop because it's it's the celebrity uh, fest in the window. Photos of people she's. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Jeremy Kyle, she read his fortune, and still he continued. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe that? His fortune. She read it. She said, "You're going to meet a lot of very, very." <laughs> unpleasant people, <laughs> some of whom have been having irregular sex lives <laughs> and exploiting their family. And apparently, yeah, it's frighteningly accurate. She also told Brian Connolly he was going to end up living in America. So, we'll see. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep you uh, updated on that on the show. 
Oh my goodness me! So anyway, yes, we are in in the northwest of England. It's very lovely in uh, in many ways. Um, I tell you, who didn't go on their holiday to Blackpool? Who? <laughs> Jamie and Louise Redknapp. Did you, have you seen their new advert? Well, they've I mean, got. Um, I, loved, new... I loved the way you fled in on, oh, on that I one. Know. Yeah, oh, I know. Yeah, that's far too professional for us. I didn't see <laughs> that coming. Let's, let's not draw attention to it, and then we can just move on. Well, don't get touchy. <laughs> You're reachable from here, you know. Just it's a bigger desk. Don't think I couldn't throw myself across it and take you by the lapels if you had lapels and not some sort of student T-shirt. Yes. <laughs> it's the same T-shirt he wears every Saturday. I, I do not wear this T-shirt every you Saturday. You do the same old Cardian T-shirt. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. (laughs) When I was coming in in the car this morning, I heard a a radio station, I think it was Magic FM, some of the blokes. So we got a, it started by saying, we got a great show for you this morning. And I thought, I never do that because I don't really know. No. (laughs) It might be not that good, right? And then I don't want to lie to people. So, um,. The you reason can't preempt I, it. No, you can't. We'll have to see. I'll say yeah. it at the end. Maybe we can we can have a debriefing. Mm. <laughs> um, we've had a text in. Now they've remained anonymous, mm. perhaps quite sensibly because they are correcting you. And this anonymous listener is saying, Frank, is Harry H. Corbett not the son in Steptoe and Son and not the person behind City and Sweet? Oh, yeah, actually, this person is absolutely correct. I'm ah. going to say she because um, I don't want to assume. You know. It's a, it's a man who's got this correct. Yes, that it, it's actually Harry Corbett who did that. Oh, OK. Um, What's an that. H between friends? Well, no, it would have been quite a different show. Oh, well, I have you, <laughs> but you're dirty. <laughs> dirty, little bear. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't know how little Sotty's got a voice. Wh- whose idea was that? <laughs> ah, you dirty little bleeder. Oh, God, Sotty, you do disgust. Move that, stop that toilet seat. It would have been a different show altogether. (laughs) One I would have watched, I have to say. Well, I would have, yeah, I'd love to have heard Sooty with a voice. I'm surprised I didn't try it. You know when the career started to dip a bit, and I thought, have a meeting. You know, we need to do something new with Sooty. What about a voice? (laughs) Because they changed Sue. Remember Sue, the the panda, the female panda, who was like the love interest? Oh, Mm. I found her a bit sappy. When she first started talking... She was bossy. She was quite Mm. posh and bossy. And you... Excuse me! And you're quite quiet, and I'm a bit squeaky. Yeah, I only talk in your ear. Yeah, this is, this is weird. Hold on, who's this old man <laughs> reaching down through the roof of the studio and... Whoa! Yeah. Now, Sue, when she first started talking, used to go, Oh, Mr Corbett! Oh, really? That was her voice, yeah. And then, one series, suddenly it was a very, like, nice, middle-aged woman's mm. voice, and they stopped the... They obviously decided that was grating. Even on small children, they couldn't stand it. There's been another text in from Nigel and Luton. Morning, Frank. We're listening to you on our free sat through the TV. And my girlfriend's six-year-old daughter just looked at the TV and read the screen information and said, now on Frankenstein. Oh, from Frank Skinner. Well, that's pretty pretty close. Oh, that was very clever of her. And I was assembled from um, (laughs) various other different people. (laughs) And that, you know that bloke with the, the the weird back who went to get my brain and then he dropped it and ended up bringing the brain of um, a end-of-the-peer comedian from the 1950s. <laughs> and that explains so much. So thanks for that, Igor, if you're listening. Mr. Igor. Do you think he got letters addressed to Mr. Igor? <laughs> anyway, you were on about Jamie Redknapp. We don't know why. Yeah. The ad oh. you were going on about. Hey, speaking of ads, sorry, before you go on to this, did you see that, um, Len- you know Lenny Henry's uh, premiere in? 
Oh, he's ad. not still doing those ads. Is he is. He? Yeah. Premier in but you know the one when he smash? He, they did like The Shining. He smashes the door down and and puts his head and says, "Here's a Lenny." <laughs> and then there's like a nice Lenny standing next to him. It's a very clever split screen yeah. technique. Mm. Um, apparently, they can't show it on children's television. Why? Now. Because um, Ari H. Corbett says, hi. <laughs> no, it's because um, it's too frightening for children. Lenny's performance is so mm. convincing that um, it terrifies small children. Yeah, that, oh, I can believe that. Those adverts are quite scary for comedians as well. Why? I find them chilling. Do you? <laughs> I find it very chilling when he really, because th- he's quite big now. Um, mm. Lenny, when he throws himself back and lands on that bed, I think I'm so glad I'm not in the room <laughs> below. They should cut to the room below and plaster coming down. But what on earth? Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. So we were talking about what's with the adverts. Yes, and we thought we, we, we've, we've decided in our conversation that we mm. thought we'd have uh, a phone in. No, yep. a phone in because. We don't do phone-ins. We don't have the facilities. We we don't. It's too complicated. Emails, yeah. Texts. Mm. A texting on uh, which celebrity advert you think was the biggest mistake Mm. by that. Uh, What would you you go for? Oh, there are so many. Where do you start? I mean... Mine at the moment is... um, I don't know if you've noticed, but James Corden is doing the Toby Carvery adverts. Is he? Yeah. No, he is not. He really is. He's not. He really is. Well, you two I mean, could look he... like that if you ate at these restaurants. Yeah. <laughs> Does he dress as a jug? <laughs> no, he's not, it's he just doesn't his need voice, to. But I mean, you I bet, oh, it's his voice. I okay. bet they paid him in gravy. Do you think? <laughs> I'd love the idea of being paid in gravy. One of them, like one of those big oil tankers that you see pull up at the garage, and then him taking in the big tube. <laughs> Just filling with gravy. My client is being paid in savouries. That was the deal. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't even heard that. I don't know. It's just the voiceover. Yeah. The one that got me was when... Do you remember when Norwich Union became Aviva? Oh, yeah. They got some enormous mm. names. They had Ringo, Ringo Starr. Star. Would I still be famous if I'd been called Richard Starkey? And mm. I think, well, we haven't quite got over the, uh, the fact <laughs> you're famous anyway. Don't make it more complex <laughs> with what ifs. <laughs> No. So, Norwich, yes. called, Norwich is still called Norwich, though, isn't it? Or I think that... Norwich has retained its, uh, okay. its title, yeah. Okay. And I think the union, well, not only has the unions kept their titles, but they're... <laughs> they're doing better than ever. seem to have encouraged their, their confidence. <laughs> Losing the Norwich union angle. Now they think, well, now we've got our unionness back. Let's stop the whole country. Why Frank! not? I don't care. I'm not flying anywhere anyway. Carry on, lads. <laughs> So what was the advert you, you Oh, well, I didn't like... Well, I also don't like the Jamie and Louise one because I don't like that he's playing um, football or keepy-uppy on the beach and he's wearing a suit. And only tramps do that, wear suits on the beach. <laughs> I, was, I once saw about in Eastbourne. He was, you know when you lie in that sort of traditional sunbathing, you lie in yeah. like a crucifix position on the, on the beach and he lay completely flat out, no towel under him or anything, yeah. just flat out like on his back on the beach. And he had, not only did he have a suit on, but it included a waistcoat and tie. <laughs> and he was sunbathing, dressed like, I thought he'd fallen out of a helicopter. That was absolutely odd. I, I should own up, by the way, that I have done that. I actually, the lowest I think I've ever sank in my career was when I, uh, I said, uh, every little helps. You did, I did. I did one of those for their um, slimline, I won't name the brand, but you know what it is, their, their slimline Christmas tree. Oh, I think we had one of them. 
You had a slimline Christmas we tree. One... Well, there you are. It's a very uh, appealing <laughs> advert. I think a lot of people who would never normally have bought a slimline. Uh, I don't know why you need a slimline, unless you, you know, if you live in an elevator. Yeah, we did live in an elevator. Did you? Time. Okay. Yeah. Well, it has its ups and downs. Yes. I'm terribly sorry, everyone. <laughs> oh. Well, you know, as I said, that's that. if Igor hadn't brought that brain from the 50s mainstream comic, we'd be absolutely all right. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. We've had Kendall so many there. fabulous texts in on 812.15 in response well, to this. let's hear them. <laughs> Advert call out. So we've got um, Matt from Guildford says Dale Winton in Cash for Gold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, what I like about that though, he's such a method actor. He's, he's actually gold <laughs> in the advert. Um, <laughs> no, but I'm just thinking David Dickinson also does a gold, sending you gold. And he uh, oh, he's he? also gold. That's, oh, yeah. uh, that's how they've chosen the people that do it. Gabby <laughs> has suggested Lord Lawrence Olivier plugging Polaroid cameras. <laughs> oh, Gabby, how I like old you. Is Gabby? Well, I don't know, but I love her. Or Orson Welles flogging Sherry. Oh, I remember Orson Welles flogging Sherry. Oh God, I I need a sherry. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Um, I tell you, Orson Welles, there's, there's some there's a wasp in here. <laughs> there's some fabulous outtakes. He did a, an advert for uh, Findus Fish Fingers. Yeah, Orson Welles did throw, frozen food, and he, they left in. There's there's a. Uh, there's a tape of him talking to the director, and he's yeah. really horrible to him, Is talking it? about the script. That would be quite intimidating, though, yeah. wouldn't it, directing There's a bit where he says, and what do you think I should say, you in the depths of your ignorance? <laughs> oh, no, yeah. Oh, awesome. I mean, you don't want that yeah. kind he of... He was only doing the ad so he could spend it on buying more cake. <laughs> he wanted to eat more. I thought that company, um, Awesome Wells would have been interested in him endorsing them. You know, the ones that did really good Wells. Oh, yeah. Mm, awesome Wells, because it, cause it sounds like um, awesome Wells. Ray Winston in, in the Kel- Kellogg's, and I'm not going to tell you what to do. You know, uh, I've seen that David advert. I've, been, I've seen that advert 20 times. I had no idea what he was telling us about Ray Winston. David mm. in Nottingham has also said, yeah. and also that bird from Countdown trying to get people into deeper debt. Yeah, oh, that'll dear. be. Uh, I think that'll be a reference to uh, Carol Vorderman. Oh, your unless, unless Rachel Riley just hangs around his street trying to <laughs> sell people real estate, which I think is unlikely. Well, this is this is good. I'm, I, yeah. Can I make a second confession? Go on. I um I, I have done two voiceovers in my career. I oh, did the Slimline Christmas tree, but my first ever voiceover yeah. many years ago. When I think I was chosen because I have a certain working class air was me saying, don't know where to start, exchange and mark. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. It was a very stressful uh, day at the studio doing that voiceover. The bloke um, basically just um, picked on me and Mm. and he kept making me doing it over and over and talking about my motivation and stuff. Did you keep changing the manner in which you said it? Well, when I did it... Sorry, we're not running over time here, are we? I keep expecting that the news will come on. I seem to talk right through the news, the travel, the oh, next yeah. show. We but, pay no mind to these mere trivialities. No, no, you know, I mean, we're, you know, we're in Preston. Why should we care what's happening on, on the channel generally? What was I talking about? You were talking about, um, don't know where to start, exchange Oh, yeah, so, this, so I went in and... Um, Oh, I'll have to tell you after, because now, because I've said that, a slight panic has gone off and people have realised that actually we should have gone about ten minutes ago. <laughs> I can't believe it. Where's me rock? 
Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. I've very much missed time my pastry eating. I was just going to say, you're full of power chocolate. Could but you th- just tell, tell us a story while I'm swallowing this? Well, I can tell you a text we've had in on 8.12.15 regarding ads people hate from Marcello. Oh, I like the sound of Marcello. Tony Blackburn doing the Slim Fast ad. Oh, yeah, I don't like that. Do you I, know I, that? I, I, that's, that they are, people have got fabulous memories. I thought they would all be <laughs> contemporary things, but no, it's yeah. Lord Olivier's been mentioned. <laughs> Orson Welles. It shows that disappointment from these adverts can last for years and years and years. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that people <laughs> hold grudges over these things. So speaking of grudges, Gareth, mm. I'm, I'm sorry to announce to our listeners who have been very anxious about whether or not yes. you won the best new Boats in their thousands. Yeah. You, so the Chortle Awards were this yeah, week, and as Monday. you haven't mentioned it, no, oh. you can read into that. I, I didn't win, but then I don't tend to win things, so I'm used. You know, I'm, I'm used to it. I don't know. You won the um, competition that got you this job. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Say why you would like to work with Frank Skinner in forty words. Yeah, exactly. There <laughs> weren't that many. Or uh, less. Ones. You Not went many. Or less option. <laughs> yeah. Just lots of pleases. Yeah. So tell yeah, us about all, There was all that stuff about sleeping in a cardboard box. <laughs> I think twanged a few heartstrings in the office. And that I've got a son. Yeah, no, it was. Oh, I was so nervous. I felt absolutely sick. It's a oh, really Gareth. big deal for comedians, isn't it? Chortle is a website. I don't know if people well know about it. So I was just clinging to the people I knew at first. And then I physically. decided. You physically clinging? Yes, physically clinging Ooh, to like, people I like knew. Like Bear? Nervous. Hmm. And, and then I thought maybe I should go around and talk to some people. You know, because it's. That's not. Like you, at I know. All. I was going to say that's always nice at a social event talking <laughs> to people. <laughs> yeah. Gareth tends to stand facing the wall. <laughs> well, they rocking. Do that. So, te- um, so tell us what happened then. Who did you speak to? Who won? Well, um, I'll answer the first question. Okay. Um, I, the first person I spoke to was a lovely man called James Kettle, who um, is a co- is a comedian, but now he mostly, I think, like writes reviews and stuff for the Guardian. So he does oh. like the comedy suggestions bit in the Guardian newspaper. What I like about James Kettle is if you keep an eye on him, he never ever loses his temper. <laughs> <laughs> oh. mm. so he's a comic turned critic. That's interesting. Yeah, I bet he's not at all bitter. <laughs> <laughs> And um, I had so what a, did the kettle have to say? Well, I thought I had quite a nice chat with him and just talking, and you know, it was a bit awkward as a lot of my social. I heard he was a bit are. hypocritical about Paul Potts. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Some suggestion that he was Afro Caribbean. <laughs> Couldn't work it out. <laughs> um, and um, I so I chatted to him and said, "Oh, I better go and talk to some other people." And he goes, "Oh no, I wouldn't do that if I were you." <laughs> did so he? He, he? He said. You seem a bit sort of weird and tipsy. I'd had, oh. a, I had a glass of wine, but I'd had a couple of sips. I, I was on my first glass of wine, and you said, yeah, I wouldn't talk to anyone else if I were you. You seem a bit weird and tipsy. Oh, that's well. a bad review. <laughs> yes. I mean, the fact he was reviewing your conversation <laughs> yeah. is not good. So, yeah, I completely lost confidence Well, you would that, lose confidence you know, after that. Ran back to some people I knew. But there was some, like, Eddie Izzard was there. Amanda oh, Iannucci nice. got like an him. award. Was he running? Was he holding a flag <laughs> yeah. and running? Eddie, he can't stop now. He was on his full Snickers of the evening. <laughs> he just got very confused. Yes. <laughs> I mean, he looks Ke- like he's on his full Snickers. <laughs> yeah. Did James Kettle say, stop eating that, stop eating that Snickers? You've gone a bit weird. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, Eddie, can I just stop running? 
I'm imagining that's how the mm. kettle talks. I'm calling him the kettle. <laughs> but it was nice. As the evening went on, I just found people I liked and hung out with them, and it was lovely. So you avoided the kettle, yeah. is what you're saying. Oh, I wish I'd gone. I only went to the kick-ass premiere with Brad Pitt. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, I think on that note... Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Chris Ramsey has entered the studio. Woo! <laughs> Good morning, Chris. And he's wearing a, as, as young men often do nowadays. He's yes. wearing a woolly hat. I knew when I put it on, I thought he's going to have something to say about this. Well, Definitely. when you look, when you look when you look through the hatchway of the door, I thought, oh, pizza? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the guest. <laughs> no, it, I, if I was your age, I'd wear a woolly hat. It's very fashionable. I've noticed. <laughs> I, I notice things. I just don't. You know, I don't. I don't feel right to join in. Yeah. As soon as I put it on, I thought, yeah, this is this is going to be a talking point. Sadly. Well, I think. You know, it's, <laughs> I like it in a sort of X Factor audition-y way. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly the look I was going for. <laughs> so, Chris, um, well, where do I begin? You are about to do an Edinburgh show. Yeah, Edinburgh. The, first, the first one, yeah. That's your first one-man show. Yeah. So what have you done previously in Edinburgh, then? Have you sort of uh, joined in on others? Yeah, well, I did the, uh, I did the Comedy Zone last year. Well, I yeah. believe I believe Gareth Richards did oh, that yeah, very I thought show. I recognised that man. Did yeah, the with me. <laughs> of course, I did. Yeah, it was great. And is it all yeah. fabulous camaraderie and comedy mateship? Definitely. Yeah, it was a bit awkward at first. Gareth's quite quiet, and when I'm with someone quiet, I tend to overcompensate and talk loads. Just total verbal diarrhoea. And uh, yeah, I think what, what, does he does he know about the jacket? He must know about the jacket. Um, I think we should. We say <laughs> yeah, let's talk about the. Oh, I mean, like that Gareth is, is Gareth is weird and tipsy. So don't, don't feel <laughs> yeah, bad. That, well, that's even bad. Yeah, well, yeah. the quietness put up with that. It just it just t- sent me into overdrive. Yes, I think the quietness is a symptom. <laughs> so what's what's with the jacket? I, well, uh, I wore for, for the um, comedy zone. I wore a lovely blue jacket for oh, for most of when it. When you say lovely, um, yeah, it's lovely. Okay, you've seen it. Um, and then, yeah, um, I, <laughs> when, I, I think she I, has. That's why she gave that reaction. Yeah. For our first preview of it, we went into the dressing room, and I went straight in, hung the jacket up, and then Chris walked in. <laughs> and what happened then, Christopher? Just, I thought it had just been left there, and I walked in. I, said, I was just trying. I was like, Look at this jacket! <laughs> Who'd wear a jacket like that? Look at it. It's from the past. <laughs> What kind then, of an idiot wears a jacket like and that? And then he started saying, oh, it's mine. And I thought he was winding us up. Yeah. I was going, oh, of course it is. And I started, like, putting it on. And then he yeah, was like, look, no, can, really I please, can I please have my jacket oh, back? You really ripped the sleeves off jacket. it. Unbelievable. It was unbelievable. I was so, I was mortified. I was. It's one of the moments where, you know, when you remember something embarrassing and you make an involuntary noise, you go like, ah, like, I do it. Yeah. If I remember it, I make a noise. It's oh, it was it was tragic, but I think yeah, I think it made it made it made a strong bond. <laughs> yes, but I, I mean, have you forgiven him, Gareth? Because I know you're a man to bear a grudge. Yeah, no, never on the, <laughs> that. Okay, right, I feel like we've got the twins in the back of the car. Thanks. <laughs> yes. Can you reach back and slap one of them and tell them to shut up and tell them we'll be there in a minute and they can't have a drink of water? Yeah. Ow. <laughs> so, Chris, uh, it's it's a big step, isn't it? The first the first one man. Yeah, sure. it's terrifying. Yeah, I go through days of some days uh, I sit and I look at it all and I think, yeah, this is this is going to be brilliant. And then the next day I look at the same stuff and I think, what what am I thinking? This is going to be absolutely terrible. It's, oh, yes. It goes from days of being terrified to days of being really chuffed with it. It's really strange. That's comedy. <laughs> well, I'm. Uh, we'll talk a bit more about that. I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to press in a minute uh, my Frank Skinner ID, as it's called. Mm-hmm. Just letting you in on the little the workings right. of... Uh, you know, there's a George Formby uh, lyric where a woman gives him a pocket watch that's just, and, he, and it's completely empty. 
and she says, I'll give you the works tomorrow night. <laughs> I, comedy hasn't changed much. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Talking of reviews, we've had a review in about Gareth. <laughs> Can I remind you, we've got a guest in. It's all about him at the moment. No, this is not... Let's read this review for Gareth, because this okay. is great. It's from Paul Herbert. He says, We saw Gareth warming up for Rod Gilbert on Thursday, and most people thought he was tipsy. <laughs> until I told them that's how he normally sounds on your show. Oh, poor Gareth. He's getting oh. a reputation for being a drunk. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> no, people do assume that about me, I think, that I'm either drunk or on drugs. Well, that's what oh. threw me off. That's what threw me off mm. at the beginning. Yeah, I thought he's he's not, not going to mind. It's definitely not his jacket. <laughs> it's your jacket. So you were warming up for Rod Gilbert. Mm. I was. Has he I... gone to stud? <laughs> <laughs> you know they have the teaser horse that goes in. You know the teaser horse that goes in and gets the mayor ready. When yeah, I say yeah. the mayor, I don't mean the man I was speaking to yesterday <laughs> from Blackpool. I don't think anyone got him ready. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, and then and then when when. When the, the mayor is uh, is at the very point of readiness, mm. they take the teaser away, and the, and the, the important horse comes in, the Rod mm. Gilbert horse. Yeah, the terrible. Um, yeah, I'm learning. There. I'm learning stuff. Yeah. So, Chris, <clears throat> it's your your Edinburgh show then. Um, obviously, Edinburgh is in August. So, at what what stage are you? At? I'm I'm interested to know. Um, well, because it's the first one, I kind of had the idea for it before I even did the Comedy Zone, so I've sort of been building the stuff up for a little while. What is the idea for it? Um, the show is called Agrophobic. Not not Agra-phobic. Right. Um, agrophobic. Oh, I and, thought uh, it was a spelling mistake when I saw it. Yeah, that's what... I might get hyphenated, because everyone's thinking <laughs> that, I'm just, that I'm just some kind of idiot. My spell check doesn't work on my PC. Uh, yeah, it's basically... It's about sort of um, just different situations that I get in where I'm quite... Even though I say things like that to Gareth, I am quite sort of out in public and in the street... I'm quite sort of standoff. Just if someone comes up to ask for directions, I immediately just think he's going to hit us. It's like I'm just, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's about it's about that and different different situations around that. And that can't happen in the stuff. northeast, though. Yeah, yeah, it happens a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I remember my dad got in one night, and he was about sixty-one at the time, and he he's all his hand was swelling up. And I said, "What's happened?" He said, "Some ah, oh, he said some guy um, come up to me and said, uh, have you got the time?'" He said, uh, I'm not falling for that one. Uh, yeah. I said, what did you do? He said, I hit him. He went over a garden. <laughs> <laughs> he said, that's what they do. He said, they say you got the time. Then when you look down, they... The new one, apparently, you know. what I heard the other day, the new one is um, someone will come up and ask you for directions. Mm. And then when you go, oh, I'll just check Google Maps and you whip your iPhone out, bump, they've got your iPhone. That's right. the new one, apparently. Well, yeah. I, can, I can understand. I think that I think you deserve that. You say, <laughs> yeah. Just check Google Maps. <laughs> What if I go up to someone and say, excuse me, but who's Gertrude Schilling? They'll tell them I'll just Google it. I mean, is that how it works? By the way, I don't send it. That happened to me on the way here, actually. I can't believe it. Yeah, exactly. They always say Gertrude Schilling. I mean, what they need, they need to broaden their their catchment area because people never get onto the Gertrude Schilling thing. Can I say that Gertrude Schilling used to be an old lady that wore elaborate outfits every Ascot? <laughs> hats, specifically, mm. yeah. Specifically hats, but elaborate outfits. In fact, her act has been completely stolen by Lady Gaga. It <laughs> 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 was based her entire act on Ladies' Day at Ascot. <laughs> <laughs> so, Chris, you're also, you're, you've done quite a lot of support work. Yeah, yeah. I've and been... no one ever thinks you're drunk. <laughs> no, it's strange, isn't it? I think that's what I'm doing wrong. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I've been really lucky then. Well, just last year, I got to support Lee Mack and uh, Russell Kane. I, did, um, I got I went out and I'd done most some of the tour with Russell Kane. 
Um, and uh, Jenny Eclair, actually, I supported Jenny Eclair. That was a one-off, but that was... That was, that was, that was, that was she can be was, a handful. She got, it was mental, right? She got in my car, picked her up. I was driving from Manchester to Oh, you had to drive her as well? You got in a well, car I said with I, her? I said, well, I said I would, because it was like, she was like, oh, what time should I meet you there, whatever? And I said, look, I'm driving. It was a, She was staying in Manchester, and we're driving to Oldham, and it was only like a 15-minute drive. So I said, look, I'll pick you up. So I picked her up. She got in my car. She didn't say hello. She didn't say anything. She just looked at us and went, oh, you look just like my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, have, did you just, have your hat on? Well, no, I didn't. I had my hair. The locks were flowing and everything, but I oh, thought, right. I don't know. I thought I must be one good-looking lad. Yeah. <laughs> it was really... I didn't know what to make of it. It was it's really funny. It's I went, an oh, interesting opening. Like, it's the thing you want to break people into. Yeah, it was really strange, but she was lovely. Yeah, it was great. I think she's probably tipsy and a bit quiet. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's definitely not a bit quiet. But you're about to um, support... Al Murray, and that's that's a massive tour, isn't it? Yeah, it was. It, I, I got informed of that on Wednesday. I got the phone call, and I was just silent on the phone for ages. And then um, Daisy actually phoned us afterwards. Uh, I should say that Daisy is, is, is today producing the show. Yeah, normally yeah. she just makes the tea. Yeah. <laughs> but they said, well, well, in up, up north yeah. she'll be able to run the whole studio. <laughs> I thought it was a bit patronising. I'm a duke here. <laughs> yeah. Let's not push it too far. <laughs> No, but yeah, I got I got told on Wednesday about that, and it was I was just over the moon. It was just one of them things. I felt well. I supported Al in uh, in December. We did like a one-off gig in Dubai together. Um, How was that? It was awesome. It was it was terrifying. It was like the biggest the biggest venue I'd done. Um, and it was just, it was just great. I mean, Dubai is really strange, really, really strange place. I've There's never no been center. to Dubai actually. I, I don't fancy it much. It's, it's very weird. There's no centre. It's just sort of a collection of hotels in different areas and taxis from each one. And footballers playing keepy uppy on the beach wearing suits, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> and people playing tennis on that helipad at the top of the Burj Al Arab. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was crazy. It was, I mean, it, the, the sort of just, I don't know. It was, it's sort of them places where I think they're just throwing money. At. I got off the plane in Dubai. This is how weird it was. I got off the plane, and um, the guy who was meeting with said oh well I'll t- there's your car we'll put you in the car and you can go all the way to your hotel i can't come to the hotel with you though because i'm actually waiting for the backstreet boys to come off a plane and i was like straight away i, I was like all right I-, I had panic a bit i thought i wasn't in a plane i was in a time machine i'm back yeah, back well, in 1998 maybe, when they had a career you know what I mean? it was really weird but... maybe he's just a massive fan and he waits there all the time <laughs> on the off chance yeah. the backstreet boys well they did it. actually come it was great oh that's, that's fabulous news Frank skinner on absolute radio Radio. We're with uh, Chris Ramsey, and Chris Ramsey, um, you're you're teetering, or have throughout your life teetered on the working with animals option. <laughs> yeah, it's it's always a backup plan in my head. Yeah. <laughs> when did uh, have you ever done anything about it? You've never actually done it. No, no, I haven't even got a dog. I'm working towards getting a dog, but I'm, I'm, I'm... that'll be a start. <laughs> yeah, you can conduct operations at home as long as, as, long as you sterilise everything. <laughs> so, um, have you ever? Is it still an option? Because you do get a lot of... I've got a... My dentist is, is also a comedian, so you can do two Brilliant. jobs. I've, yeah, well, I've genuinely always said uh, that if, if this if this comedy doesn't pan out, if it starts going stale or I, I'd just stop enjoying it, I would genuinely consider going and working in a zoo. I just think mm. it'd be great. I watch all like all, all day on like um, Animal Planet and stuff on Sky. I just watch all these daft like Animal Park and like uh, Zoo Vet at Large and things like that. I just love them, man. It's just great. Have you ever been to Monkey World? In uh, Dorothy. It's, oh, no, I've heard about it. I've never been. Oh, it's absolutely near me. You should come and stay and we could go. <laughs> have, you, have you been? I haven't been. They wouldn't let you in because you thought you were drunk. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's that bloke. Can you know that drunk bloke? <laughs> um, 
Yeah, it's good there because they're, they're not completely... There's a sense they're not completely behind bars. They're sort of knocking around. You know, you well, they're not be, working behind the burger thing and that no, Yeah, <laughs> You could be looking at monkeys in a cage and say, oh, look at, the, look at the behind on that one and turn around to speak and it's another monkey looking in. <laughs> it's like being in a lap dancing club or something, really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It is, yeah, I'm lost on that one. It's, it's a bit, uh, <laughs> must be different fleas. in London. They'd uh, be brilliant in a pole dance. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they'd have their hands free to do what they could juggle while they were pole dancing. <laughs> well, I, I think it's a noble. I mean, it's. I think you know, it's a very noble thing to be a comic, and I'm sure you won't. It won't come come to it that you need to uh, quit that because I've seen you work and you're very funny. <laughs> However, you. I think it's. A, I've, I can see the lure of working in a zoo. Mm, yeah. I think it would, I just genuinely think it would be great. I mean, there's obviously, I mean, they don't, you know what I mean? On on all, all the documentaries and things I watch, they don't just show you the bloke who has to muck out the, the, the dung for like all day. They don't show you him and follow him around all day. No. But, you know what I mean? They always show you the good ones who get to play with like the otters and stuff. Well, perhaps they all do a bit of dung shifting. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's not one man who has to do it. <laughs> And, well, you, thought... and you get to stand by an operating table going, we're all rooting for you, pup. <laughs> That's what Rolf used to say. Yeah, I tell you what, I, I wonder, when an elephant dies at the zoo, what do they do with the body? Because <laughs> it takes some... You couldn't just leave it by the bin. Well, they send the legs to kebab shops. Is that what they do? <laughs> then they well, right, I think they that comfy. <laughs> Maybe they just feed them to the other animals. Oh. That'd be terrible. If you were going past the lion pit and you saw a trunk in there. I mean, you'd, you'd presume they were going on holiday, obviously. Look, um, Chris, it's been lovely talking to you. And Thank you. It's uh, been I, a I hope I shall come and see your show in Edinburgh. I, I'm sure it'll be a roaring success. Oh, if anyone wants to see you sooner than that, where should they go? Oh, um, just got my website, it's got all my gigs list on. Uh, there you go, was... Chris Ramsey. Go and check him out. And ChrisRamseyComedy.com. There you go, ChrisRamseyComedy.com. <laughs> and he's also supporting Al Murray. And uh, it's good to see you, Chris. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. We've had some texts I noticed, in. by the way, can I say in the toilet, okay. that there's Michael Bolton's silver disc is in the cubicle. In the what, the one toilet. from his skull? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mike, I, mean, I mean, I think, is that a bit disrespectful to Michael Bolton? <laughs> I should say we're at Rock FM yeah. in, uh, mm. in Preston, which is obviously named after the confectionery because we're this close to Blackpool oh. rather than the music. Okay. But yeah, the Michael Bolton silver disc is in the top. If I had Michael Bolton silver disc, I'd put it where everyone could see. Mm. eBay. Don't hide it away. <laughs> <laughs> We've had some texts in about irritating adverts, celebrity adverts. Oh, yes. One is from one of our regular texters in. I love him, Steve at the Village Bakery in Birchington. Oh, yes. Oh. Frank, have you seen the new Vanessa Feltz advertising pig iron? Oh, oh she's got pig iron! <laughs> She's got all pig iron. <laughs> I haven't seen that, but I look forward to seeing it. Does she do the call? I hope she does. Or does she just do the sound effect, <laughs> the oinking? Carl from London is reminding us of Michael Winner flogging Eshaw. Calm down, dear. Oh, oh, oh I hated that. He, he, he called Christian the other morning. Did um, he? Uh, and... Uh, he began by saying, it's only me, calm down. I mean, he, oh. can't, he can't resist doing it. He loves it. You know, some people, they get a bit touchy about their catchphrase, but Michael <laughs> Winner, he, he doesn't really want to say anything else. He's happy to just he's say He's so that. excited he's got one. I, can't, I, I sat next to him at a posh do once, and uh, I had a little uh, Laurel and Hardy badge on, and he said, oh, do you like Laurel and Hardy? And I said, yes, I do. He said, oh, he said, you should talk to Marlon Brando. <laughs> <laughs> I said, okay. 
What's his number? <laughs> Marlon, you don't know me, but I'm a big Laurel and Hardy fan. I mean, can you imagine? Anything else? Yeah, we've also had... Now, he's chosen to remain anonymous, but there's a funny reference to John Lydon acting as some butter lord. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what he is. He's a he butter is. lord. He's a butter lord. Sorry, I just, I'm just trying my ukulele. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Oh, if women like them, like men like those, why don't women like me, hey, hey, why don't women like me? Was uh, Martina Navratilova there? <laughs> <laughs> With her new single? Well, that's all splendid news. I, 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 um, I see that someone else cried on Piers Morgan. Oh, oh another Can you one. believe it? You, you have to cry if you go on the, I can't think of another show where you have to cry. Yeah, it's Jerry Halliwell now. Yeah, and I like Jerry Halliwell. I've always been a fan of hers. Oh. Yeah, oh, it's all right you being like that. <laughs> She's the only person I... Now, two people, in all the people I interviewed, when I, I... I don't know if you know, but I used to have a chat show in the old days. <laughs> <laughs> and, um... That nearly killed me. <laughs> and there's only two guests ever gave me a present. Oh. Martin Kemp gave me a book about Elvis. What did he give you? A sofa from World of Leather? <laughs> no, he wasn't, he wasn't doing it there. I don't oh. think it's World. It, he, has he moved to World of Leather? Oh, I don't know. And, um, and uh, Jerry mm. bought me some pants. Oh. That's some a nice Calvin group. Klein pants. Proper Calvin Klein. Not Calvin Classics <laughs> off the market. Proper <laughs> Calvin Klein white boxes. I bought you those as well. As a joke, I hasten to add. Yeah, but I mean, you're a uh, you know, you're a you're a close friend of mine. She was just uh, she was just a guest on. That. And some, I'll tell you something else about Jerry Halliwell. Uh, a friend of mine went to the ladies' toilet. In mm. it's gone very toilety today, but it's a clean story. This went to the ladies' toilet at London Weekend Television. Mm. Um, as Henry Norman used always used to say, three of the most overrated concepts in popular culture. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and they went to the ladies' toilet and. Jerry, they heard this voice saying, sorry, sorry. And Jerry was sitting on the toilet with the door wide open. Mm. And oh. she said, I'm sorry, I can't shut the door. I get um, agoraphobic. Wow. Oh, I so, can imagine that. What about everyone else's phobia about <laughs> seeing a Spice Girl on the toilet? Exactly. I, I, I'd be, I'd be, I don't know, I'd be all right with that. You could sit on a wicker chair I'd in front of I'd get the wicker chair <laughs> up, yeah. <laughs> and we could talk about girl power. <laughs> I'd be very happy. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. So um, what are we going to do today? We're going off to your George Formby convention. Yes, I, I say I'm very nervous. I have to perform there in front of all these uh, George Formby experts. We've got to do that. I, I should say we went for a meal last night in Blackpool. That was lovely. And, uh, it's a place, it was. It's a place called Toast. Mm. It was. We couldn't order toast, could we? I yeah. thought it was a toast-themed restaurant. <laughs> All sorts of toast. That would be it. I think a restaurant where you could get all sorts of things on toast would be... Uh, mm. Write that down, will you? Okay, yeah. <laughs> of course, because, toast. you know, being drunk, you'll obviously forget it. <laughs> yeah, and we were walking down the street and we heard... Uh, I was walking down the street. <laughs> I saw a blind man on a poster. Any fall fans will get that. Everyone else will think, oh, how does this bloke get Frank work? Is doing an impression of Marky Smith. Yes, yeah. and we heard music, didn't we? We did. We mm. had specifically Pet Shop Boys music. Yes. So I thought maybe it was some... 
Mm. Yes. A bit of flamboyant nightclub. Yes, theatrical nightclub. Yeah. And then we saw some giant metal structures that looked like the world was being invaded by aliens. It was very yeah. War of the Worlds, and there was a light show going on, and it was just in a quiet... No-one was around. It was just a quiet <laughs> side street, this elaborate <laughs> light show yeah. coming from this space-age structure. 11-metre-high arches. There's six 11-metre-high arches going down the street with hold all on, sorts Hold on, hold on. How do you know they were 11-metre-high? <laughs> I googled it. Oh, you googled it. It's called Brilliance. Is it called Brilliance? Yeah. Well, that's exactly what I called it. It's yeah. amazing. It was a marvellous moment. I was having my photo took with a passing family. <laughs> well, uh, you say family. Initially, it was one man, and then the Waltons appeared with a Staffordshire Bull Terrier. <laughs> I did have. I, I actually <laughs> held the dog's lead for the photo. It was. Uh, it was it like was, your autobiography. It wasn't the same Staffordshire Bull Terrier. That would have been a million to one shot. That was Bobo. Oh, oh him one, and of, his dogs. one of them was called Bobo. I can't remember what the other one was called. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, what? <laughs> You were in the middle of saying. Oh, sorry. But oh. often when people say anyway, I think <laughs> yeah. they're going to add something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I had my photo took with the uh, the Staffordshire Bull Terrier. And, and we're going and on the family. pier today, aren't we? We're going to go on the pier. Yeah. Look out for the sooty plaque. Oh, I won't be bothering with that. I've got Madame Alcarty or whatever her name uh, is. To Madame see. Todd Carter. <laughs> oh, no, I look forward to that. Hasn't she got? Uh... Oh no, that was. I've I got... think he recovered from that, didn't he? I've got rock to eat, and I won't be going on the rides. I don't know if you boys will be, but I won't be. No, I don't no, like. I don't, I don't like, like the rides. rides. Don't you we like it like either? Rides. <laughs> no. Why don't you like it? I, I find them too frightening. Mm. Do you know why I don't like it? Because I just think if I want an adrenaline rush, I will just walk through Moss Side or something wearing a Rolex. <laughs> Well, I, no, but it's true. Yes. I don't get an adrenaline rush. I don't want If you one. want an adrenaline rush, you're going to Morrison's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And just get outraged. <laughs> now, I, when I first, like, when I started going out with Laura, we went on the waltz. You're not going to tell thought... me that you've ever had an adrenaline rush. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get you one for Christmas. <laughs> Go on, you're no, on we the went on the waltzes. And um, oh, I got terribly sick. I was green. And the man, you know, they come over and spin them. I was going, get away from me! <laughs> get away! I'd like to have seen that. <laughs> it's dreadful. Oh. Also, can you imagine if something terrible happened? If I died, it would say, here lies Emily, who lost her life on the log flu. <laughs> that's dignified. Yeah. That, that, that's no monument, is <laughs> no. it? No. And it's like being Flushed discovered away. here by Harry Corbett. <laughs> Anyway, you should go and see Mad- Madame Patrilengo. Oh, I will. She, apparently, she she did uh, predictions for Morecambe and Wise. She's got the picture in the window with Morecambe spelled M-O-R-C-O-M-B. <laughs> so one thing she didn't predict was spell check. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, good day to you. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio.